Hello and welcome to Last Week in Finance. Today is August 23rd of 2021. It's been a some interesting week, a lot of talk with the Fed and some movement on the market. So let's get started with that. The S&P has been on a roller coaster. It's been, you know, it's been some, some pressure some nervous on the investor side and for the week minus 0.60% although don't don't get fooled by that it's been way down uh, since the starting of the week the futures last week when they started futures market were down and then starting going down a few times of the week and it rallied on Friday the S&P and that's why it didn't close that bad for the week but there is a lot of talk that maybe we are at the beginning of the end of this bull market it might happen I think it's very likely right now the S&P is at 4441 points although it's in this channel on this wedge pattern on the technical chart and it's the end of the road for the S&P. So they either it's going to break out a lot or it's going to go way down. And many things, both, both financial, both fundamental, and especially in particularly uh, the technical, technical analysis says uh, should, we are... On the verge on a very important correction of the market it will happen but i'm not nostradamus so we will see now the dxy the us dollar index is up for the week a bit over one percent right now the dxy is at 93 93.46 and Remember, last year the DXY, remember before when, when we started this COVID crisis, uh, first it way, way up, the DXY was over 100 points, then, you know, the, the Fed starting let it roll, let it rip the, the money printer and start going down and when it was way down, uh, uh, below, the 90 point mark, you know, the other central banks, you know, the the Bank of England, the Bank of Australia, Canada, of course, the ECB, starting also with the money printer going burr. And since then, around a year ago, uh, the, the DXY has been, it's been trading in a range between 90 and 93 points. Right now, still on that range, but we are on the top of that range. Let's see if the DXY is gonna move higher beyond that range. Now, talking about gold. Gold had a very shaky past few weeks. It was flat for the week. I mean, it was dead flat. Uh, right now, gold, it's, um, the price of gold is at $1,786 per ounce. Although, not the case with silver silver way down way down for the week 3.24 percent down exactly 
exactly. Uh, and right now, the price of silver is at $22.97 per ounce, of course. Copper, now this is something that remarked me a lot among the commodities. Copper down almost 5%, remember. <clears throat> Copper was uh, very bullish since the uh, beginning of the year and uh, was shy of $5. Right now, the price of copper is at $4.14. Remember, copper is the main indicator with the, with the commodities spectrum that, you know, it's called Dr. Copper because basically signals if the economy overall, I'm talking the economy, not the market, the economy is bullish overall way down and we're seeing some big contractions on the past weeks so the beginning of the end of this reflation trade we will see now let's talk about the crude oil the wti the west texas intermediate crude oil down over nine nine percent uh, for the week huge hit on crude oil then there's been some talking with the OPEC and also the US is not producing the same uh, amount of shale oil. Remember the US uh, a few years ago was the main producer of oil, thank you, to fracking and this kind of technology. Right now the price of crude oil is at $61.86 per barrel. Now, we're going to continue that, uh, it's going to break out, we're going to get to $100 per barrel again. It's possible, not probable. Now, let's talk with the bond market, the 10-year treasury bond, uh, the yield down minus 2.5%. The yield, uh, the 10-year 10, the 10 treasury bond still solid, still overbought. Right now, the yield is at 1.261. Although, if you see the, the curve of the yield, it's something strange. I was watching that yesterday, and apparently it's starting to invert. I mean, it's what we, you will get just on simple view. I don't know if we're gonna have the, the full inverted yield curve and if we got that, a, a really, a really, a really marked yield, the cur yield curve inverted from last year, uh, that's, I mean, that's game over. That's a huge, a huge indicator that we are due for a correction. Now, let's talk about crypto. Crypto is on a run, it's on a super cycle. Probably it's very likely that we're going to see this bull market that we see with cryptocurrencies every four years. Well, since the beginning of cryptocurrencies. Right now, the market cap of all cryptocurrencies is over $2 trillion. Again, we are close to the all-time high on the market cap. Of course, leading the way, we have Bitcoin. Bitcoin right now, 1.5% uh, around so much for the week. 
Right now, Bitcoin is at uh, $48,000, a little bit more on that, more of that. And of course, with Bitcoin uh, leading the way, also we got Ethereum. Ethereum uh, didn't have a great week, uh, minus 4% or so for the week. Right now, Ethereum is at $3,158. That's not even check, you know, these things are very bold. But also we have this cohort of altcoins that are moving very quick. Uh, we have Dash, we have Cardano, AKA ADA, Cardano moving very well, uh, X amount of times from, uh, in price action from the beginning of the year. And of course, everyone's favorite Dogecoin with a big movement from the beginning of the year. Of course, we're, um, we're not even near to the all time high for Dogecoin. But still with a lot of movement, so yeah, we are, we are on the verge on a crypto super cycle. Okay, let's talk about the BS with the, with the politicians and the Fed. There is a lot of tape talks that, you know, Jerome Powell and Yellen and all these governors in the Federal Reserve System talking that the, the taper of the, of the markets on, on the, you know, the Federal Reserve end will become soon. They should at least raise a little bit the interest rates. I'm not, I'm not talking a, a huge, huge, you know, correction. On the Fed rates, maybe one point something percent, two percent tops. That, that's just my take. Don't, don't take my word for it. Right now it's zero bound, so no much that you can do and i really hope that never gets negative okay these people what they want to do is a soft landing and in order to avoid another taper tantrum and another crash and the market is really uh, a little wigging you know when you have a lot of uh, crystal crystal stuff in a rack and it's very it's very nervous it's really writing everyone just lace finger and the old thing collapse well right now the market is kind of like that markets are overpriced right now and just a stupid just a stupid move with the fed can take him down also we're gonna have the jackson hole meetings it will be a picture meeting this meeting involves many people from the central banks the main central banks around the world and of course, it's going to close with Jerome Pagolo himself giving a speech. Maybe they're going to talk about tapering. We're going to be looking very closely to that. Right now, the Federal Reserve is buying $120 billion worth of assets, mostly treasures and some mortgage and securities. We have Janet Yellen, the, she's still pushing on increasing fiscal spending because she wants to destroy the dollar, basically. But maybe let's just pray that it won't happen. Now talking about real estate, uh, real estate is still high, although it's showing a slower pace. If we're in the beginning of a correction, I don't know, and real estate works differently than, you know, the markets 
the other markets and maybe the correction will be very slow. I was reading this interesting story on the USA Today. Foreign buyers, uh, uh, they're, they're adding to the already hot market. Now, foreign buyers are, are joining, you know, the small investor, the, the family that wants to start a home. Uh, these big companies, they're investing huge amount of money on the, on the real estate sector, especially the commercial sector. So there's a lot of movement, according to a lot of real estate and USA Today, on Dow sizing market. What does it mean? Many people have these huge homes, these McMansions, and there's a lot of movement for a lot of movement from from them. That they want to sell their big home, take their profit, and buy small units of real estate. Now, I was reading about story in, with this real estate thing. A family, the, you know, the husband and the wife, they have a couple kids, a dog, and a mother-in-law. And right now, they're downsizing from a big house. I think it was in Scottsdale, Arizona. They're downsizing from this huge house. The house was seven, around 7,000 square foot, square feet. And they're moving to a smaller apartment. So with your mother-in-law, really? <laughs> I just want to close this episode with a little bit of fun back there. Okay, thank you very much for listening. I hope you have a great week, guys. So we will see each other next week. Take care. Bye-bye.